0: On this beautiful day, I get to talk a little bit about enlightenment, soul, age, group myth busting from the 5D mystics perspective, and that begins with 5D mystics with love cycle. You will already know what I'm about to say, meaning you'll be like, finally, somebody who said it, the butterfly transformation, it's not painful, nope, nope, nope. Not for the 5D mystics in the love cycle group. So what we do know is it is painful for the shame cycle group. So the people who go through dissolving shame, that's why yoga can work for them in a way that, um, as Stephen Porges points out, it's a portfolio ventral vagal nervous system exercises yoga. The mindfulness gives people the opportunity to start being in a relationship with their mind. So the mind equals your left and right mode of the brain. And that would mean with your verbal part left and then with your sensations, what comes up from the right. The nonverbal stuff is in the right mode of your brain. And because mindfulness leads you to silence and to navigate the cortex, it also means you get to start learning if you choose to rhythmically breathe and stay in mindfulness then we add mind sight to it and that means you sift those emotions sensations images and thoughts and feelings and Daniel Siegel talks about inner reflection I need to finish my interpersonal neurobiology course to add the word he uses but it's something along the lines of reflection I like to use the word inner growth because that's the mindset that we are looking at for all of the HP content in general it's from that place of I grow from within me as a person who has the ability to be myself yourself from your heart and so deal with the unknown uncertainty and unwanted from your own heart from your own inner world finding out your inner world and then going with the flow your flow so this is where without any of the body element stuff inner growth automatically just gets you to do grown-up talk not critical not criticism in fact it's all with unconditional love So you accept you're flawed and perfect. We all are, but it's not because you're broken. Okay, so here's why for 5DC in the Love Cycle group, we don't go through the transformation of being in the butterfly, caterpillar, all of it. It's all good. Restorative embodied self. Okay, so the myth that I'm busting is that transformation, enlightenment is not painful. We don't do human suffering. Some of us. The ones who don't have the shame defectiveness cycle, we will have charge states like anybody else. We will have hearts like anybody else. We don't have overwhelming emotions. We know how to handle because we are in our body as a person. And use my name, Maria M A R I A. I do have a middle name. I have a last name. Okay, so the but the the myth is busted, you don't have to do human suffering to get to enlightenment. You do not have to do human suffering to get to enlightenment, because some of us know how to navigate our body and our brain, the thinking one, with the left and right mode, because we're contemplating both the verbal part of our left mode and then the sensations that arise from our right mode and lo and behold we're doing what's called integration of the brain which happens because my left communicates with my right thanks to my corpus callosum I'm able to long story short I'm a human who's using all of my physical brain as the sensations arise instead of using them and throwing them at people let me give you an example and we'll do story time. So as a teenager, all my lovely regulars know about my cheating teenage boyfriend, who is a lovely human being. They've become all that they chose to be. And in fact, whenever anyone wants to crap on the style of this person, I say, look, they chose, they chose what, what they wanted when they made a very specific choice because the way that people talk about it, it's because they religiously, if you will, Every year, it was a habitual pattern like we all do. Every year they'd cheat on me. So we were with each other for three or four years. Every year they cheated on me until then they left me and they're still with the person that they left me with, which is beautiful because they're a beautiful couple and we're friends. And I can't wait to meet the family in its entirety when I get the opportunity at the next family gathering, which hopefully will be soon because it would be a really great joy to get to meet their little mini me. And on that note, um, as a mystic, I've shared throughout the years aspects of clearing. And that's where for oversold topics, we have paid subscription-based model content. This is only for 5D mystics who would know what I'm talking about when I use these words. And it's in the intent and purposes of simply put, compassion, when we focus our thoughts where energy goes, or where, you know, your thought goes, energy flows, there's a whole way the near neuroscience educators talk about how this happens, and what happens. So I'm going to leave it alone for now, because that's not the focus of our episode. However, neuroscience explains how a 5D mystic is channeling, basically, even though they don't talk about us that way. We're just people who get to use our brain in selflessness, timelessness, effortlessness, and richness. So to them, it's basically a little, you know, kind of like when you're fitting a puzzle piece in a box. They're like, oh, look, I learned about this. So they speak of it very easily, very straightforward. It's very much like a duh, of course, Maria. So that's how they treat our mysticism, which is fair and square. I mean, they learned about it since whenever it is they began becoming researchers. And I can't wait to meet any of them and, and actually have a conversation about all this stuff. I'm excited if I ever get the opportunity. In the meantime, I get to excitedly learn about the neuroscience from Patrick. I still need to start the Religious Self book, but that one, and then this other neuroscience guy who also I think has a book, I'm not sure, but long story short, as this other neuroscience man points out, it's selflessness, timelessness, the effortlessness is where the 4D community, they enter into and stay basically within the plane of demon land, and they say demons exist. In fact, they go on so much so to say you have to suffer that you have only the dark night of the soul. So they make it like a blanket statement that you must suffer if you're going to get to enlightenment, which is bullshit. I mean, we even have, thank goodness for a sad guru, a guru spelling out you don't have to suffer. And then the good psychoeducators who explain, yes, you don't actually have to suffer. Pain is different than suffering. But, you know, within the educator community, they got to divide. So some of their subject matter colleagues are going to say, no, no, those colleagues in line, they're bullshit. So, you know, it is what it is when you get adaptive children and the educated colleagues will be like, you know, it's okay. Some of my colleagues, they don't agree that these things exist because we're still building empirical data on some of them. So, I mean, it's fair and square. They don't know if it's true or not true. They want to, we're going to wait. We, on the other hand, this group over here, of subject matter experts, the same field. We do the same business. We're not against each other, but they, our other colleagues, don't believe in this because they want more data. While they wait for the data, we are using it because it actually fits quite interestingly in our own way of being able to explain something. It's not a big deal. This is an integrated brain. This is a Zen master human being. It's basically, we know we don't know everything. This is intelligence. They wonder about everything. We know we don't know everything. It's the idiots that are dead, certain, or whatever that quote from Sadhguru. Again, a guru. We don't only need the guru because we got plenty of beautiful science people as they spelled out. Science. What people don't understand, the science people themselves, is it's not a belief. There's what's called the scientific methodology. So when you get one of those people who wants to be a smartass with you, because these are the people that get into their adoptive child and just leave them alone, don't consider them smartass. They're just going to get all huffy puffy, and in their, you know, they're going to make their. It's like a rooster. You're going to see it. Doesn't matter what gender they are. They're going to begin to become like a little rooster. As soon as you see the little rooster chest, if you're, if you're a 5D mystic in the Enlightenment Soul Age Rip and you're practiced, so see, I'm still practicing. I haven't gotten to meet any other roosters yet. We'll, we'll find out if I ever do. I'll let you know. I will. I'll come to you and be like, hey, guess what? I met my rooster. Here's what it is. Here's the story. And I'll tell my lovely community story because I'm excited to get to put into practice more equanimity. Wow. I'm like waiting for it. I actually recently did have somewhat of a situation that I was like, wow, this is amazing. So that one was really fun, but there were no roosters. It wasn't that. It was just a very, very intricate and interesting, intricate and intriguing and interesting dynamic. So, what I'm going to share, and I'm going to keep it very, very like not specific on purpose. You all know by the time if you're listening, you know what I'm getting on a specific, on purpose. I know you do, because that's how smarts work. So you can call me up and say, hey, I'm curious. No, don't call me, write me, but maybe I'll tell you. I don't know if you're a stranger, probably not. I'm just letting you know. Um, so don't bother for now, but maybe in person in a, in a group setting, once we become a group setting community. Long story short, no, probably not. You know what? Here, we don't know how to lie. No, I won't be telling you this story specifically, okay? Just never say never because you don't know who you're going to tell and they might reveal it for you. That's why secrets don't work. Does anybody know walls? Knock, knock. They have ears. So long story short, um, I got to witness how energy works in a room and what I'm talking about is the ventral vagal nervous system stance of a functional adult, who's connected in this way that we talk about with equanimity. And I'm just gonna leave it at that because I was quite mesmerized, quote unquote, to be able and connect the dots and be like, okay, now I understand Sadhguru and all of his stories. This is making a lot of sense now. And you know what I wonder about when, when, when my brain goes there? I wish I could go back in time to talk to the people that wrote the stories because this is the part. You can't. Ugh, it sucks. But anyways, we, we don't, we, it's okay. Um, but back to neuroscience land. When the person who shares how our brain works when we are basically integrated brain and optimized brain, which becomes a conduit, so the integrated brain becomes a conduit. All hands are on deck. That default mode network is downregulated. And uh, there's a whole bunch of other areas and ways that they will describe what lights up, what doesn't. Da, 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 da. So easy peasy for the 5D person. When effortless comes into the mix, we are not unaware that we get afraid. Because see, the first two are selflessness and timelessness. You cease to exist. You cease to exist, sends your mind, the left mode's off. It's like off its charts because the left mode is the verbal. It's trying to organize things. The right is okay with dealing with the unknown, but obviously is where it's your practice. So you're the one who gets to and or has to put into practice something. And if there's one experience or not one, a series, uh, this is the part where, uh, how can I explain it? So, the person who is conscious of being alive, I'm Maria, right? <laughs> so, so, I'm Maria, you're whatever your name. We are going to recognize the moment of complete dissolution and darkness. And if you ever have an experience as such, and you're wanting to stay online you're gonna definitely be in a, it's, it's not a space of fear for 5D, but it's a place of, okay, I'm going to need to disconnect. And even this one, I'm going to keep vague because I was remembering a couple of instances of this other specific scenario, which yes, it was not completely experienced because We will not uh, want to go offline. It actually is pretty much, if you will, a... um, So I'll use when I was a child. This one is better. I would wake up from sleeping and I would be like, wow, if death is like this, how sad, you know, and I'd cry about it until I read Marcus Aurelius who taught me why would you worry about something you're not going to know anything about. Okay, so on that note... There are states of consciousness, of complete, I would say, darkness. And those of us who can be aware of it happening and then obviously mastering that fear and moving into the richness during that moment. Okay, but to do that requires a safe environment. And that's where uh, I'm right now talking about for my community, a complete state of where you would be aware of this happening so the only ones who are following along right now are any of you who have been in your enlightenment soul age group and you're in that infinite consciousness we talk about as a person i'm talking as a human being you don't believe in energy vampires they ain't no dark auras there ain't no none of that none of that you understand the neuroscience probably even more maybe than i do (laughs) meaning you're a person who would be like yeah yeah totally get what she's talking about okay So the only people who uh, would basically twist this whole thing are 4D people, which are no people that I know will be tuning in here. And even if they do, they don't know what I'm talking about. So I'm going to leave that one alone. And back to how you don't have to go through suffering to move into enlightenment. When you're a body that understands that when sensations arise, you are going to be able to handle them the part of where 4d gets lost is that they begin seeing things and they believe that demons and evil exists and darkness and da, 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 as evil not just as a uh, shiva no thingness. um and the part about um what they're able to realize it's Patrick McNamara is coming to mind, because he explains how it's not demonic possession, it's people, their brain, and it gets rigid, and the fear center breaks. So if people get into these dreams, what I've noticed, 4D, they believe in it. They don't lose it, they just start a whole series of uh, investigative reporting of their own that leads them down a rabbit hole kind of like Alice in Wonderland, but Alice in Wonderland has fun. She comes out. These people, they're literally talking about people as meat eaters. I mean, it's, it's okay. If you know any people that are in 4D plane to that extent, I would ask you to please let them in on, or maybe you can gift them the religious self by Patrick McNamara. Look him up. He's a neuroscientist and much and many years of research and he explains how the religious self reorganizes itself and what happens with extreme fanaticism and he is going to help people to empower themselves and move out of the 4D plane. There's another lady, she's the opposite. She's actually accusing the fact that we don't have spirituality even though I haven't watched all of her videos and I will, but she already is somebody who is focused on saying because we are no longer spiritual, we are doomed Gloomed and da 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 da. So she's presenting an aspect that is counterproductive because we're moving into an era of science. So while she's making it seem that in the absence of spirituality continuing as a belief system, we're doomed, the other person, Patrick, is sharing, no, here's what happens with the brain. Here's what happens when you're recreating. And so he's making it into a topic of conversation. He's explaining the importance of religion, the importance of spirituality, the importance of these cultures, and the importance of it to you, the human being that you are. So he's making it something that you can empower yourself with. The other lady is saying, if you're not spiritual, you're fucked up. No, she doesn't say it that way. But basically, anybody who wants to say, oh, spirituality is going away, we're all doomed, is going to go grab that lady. Oh, here's my 5D educator, is what they're going to say. No, that's a 5D educator, yes, because any educator that is imparting us with wisdom we can put them in 5d even though maybe not 5d because in this instance she's actually not all-inclusive she is saying if you're not spiritual then you're doomed so she's not all-inclusive which doesn't make her in the oneness consciousness she's separating it and saying here's the side and here's what is good and here's what is not good so she's not in oneness consciousness oneness consciousness would be where you are speaking with non-duality. So you're in neutrality, you're expressing, you do your best to express equally all sides of the story. Then you come to the middle and say, here's why the hypothesis on this moment, you know, so you make a case for yourself. You're not trying to prove it and you're not putting sides against each other. And so on that note, essentially no the lady would not be in 5d not that she was she probably you know it's like what the fuck what's this word uh meaning it's no importance for an empirical person of course because they're using an entire uh list of resources although i will say if some of them do qualitative you know at the end of the day qualitative quantitative i know research i have a master's and so that's actually something very fascinating we won't talk about that one Long story short, though, beautiful lady, need to finish watching what she says. At the end of the day, though, I do not agree in any way, shape or form with her statement of we're doomed because people are no longer spiritual. Now, what's happening is people need to understand how their brain works so that they can know why they have the spiritual, religious, whatever, da, da, da. And that way they can understand integration of the brain and optimize their brain versus stay stuck in 4D plane. Okay, so here's the part of you don't have to suffer, but there are plenty of people that do. So when they go through their butterfly transformation, because they don't know that in the moment of effortlessness, if they have any unresolved trauma, they have a dysregulated, modulated body body and their brain is full of conspiracy, inner critic, outer critic. They got addictions, shame cycles, whatever it is they're doing. And, you know, here's where there are those who will have had. Specific experiences in their past lives. So remember, I'm a mystic. I do Akashic Record readings. And I am a person who connects to the collective consciousness. This is why I am okay with the label pseudoscience. Because I don't plan on being anything empirical. This is where I I support people to be their self as a human being and then i am a person who's bringing together mystics that are 5d and anyone who's in the enlightenment soul age group that wants to be a part of the group that inspires infinite higher expanding human consciousness functional adult people love language we're a big group of rainbow colors and sunshines and none of us are ego sensitive the point is we're adults so we can say your piece of shit 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 mean it and then keep laughing together and actually talking cuz nobody's going to get offended cuz the minute we're actually saying it, we're not really saying it that way. So, uh, long story short, uh, what I was trying to get to, and my sigh is one of um, very much a lot of in-depth knowledge of how Maya land is just so infinite and vast, and all these people are sitting in it. Okay, I'm going to focus in on the story that I was going to say and share. It's not mine. Mine, we're out of those stories from my end. This is a completely different story. Okay, so when a person who is tapped into the sphere of Purusha Prakriti with Akash, and it's in a quantum plane in its entirety with the visibility of our lovely human species and where we're at right now, 2023, please, okay? So I do know what year it is. We're reorganizing a lot of different topics between um, family dynamics, people, and um, the pronouns, also people and the way they want to express different topics and themes, and everything, everything, everything. Um, When there are groups of people who in their past lives will have come from a specific lineage, And I'm talking not of this lifetime, please. I'm 43. So I was born in 1980, and I was 8 in 1988. So let's just say that me, the person who's here speaking, can begin considering myself of some expression, if you will, deemed uh, reasonable by the age of 8. Because, you know, that's when we get out of the magical thinking. 7 is when we get out of only our theta brainwave state. Okay, so long story short... As a straightforward human being from this era, I'm talking about when I say the past, like I don't even know what year it is, honestly. I'd have to figure it out. And I could, but I'm not going to. But any person who's from this specific lineage in this lifetime is able to move out if they want. And they're choosing not to. And so when people are used to a specific bandwidth of energy, and that would be a specific linear um, traits, they have traits that pertain to their body, and uh, they pertain to their energy bodies, what I'm talking about. All I can say is they will be given opportunity to move out of it, but in the effortless moment, this is when people are not, in their own uh, self and if they want to keep on thinking that humanity is evil and the devil exists they're not moving out of the 4D bandwidth and they're not moving out of the zone of fear in their body and therefore they don't move into richness even though for all we know they think of themselves as a shaman or something like that because they will continue to have their intuitive channel in whatever it is so Side note, they do human suffering. They don't get out of it. And actually, they surround themselves with only that. So they consistently re-expose themselves to their own uh, unresolved traumatic experiences. And in fact, it's something that is very, very tiresome, sad, and burnout is the word that comes to mind. So this is not positive in any way, shape, or form. But There's plenty of good somatic, sensory motor, and trauma experts, and that's thankfully science land for us, and thank goodness for Patrick McNamara. Okay, so the part about what that is is not anything to do with a 5D experience because any person who's 3D, 4D, who wants to move into 5D would immediately be aware of that moment, and they would not lead themselves to be in that state because that is where their inner well-being is more important to them then doing the little rabbit hole of down Alice uh, rabbit hole I go and into the spiral of actual what's torturing myself emotionally now. Okay? So, torturing, and I'm using the word because it's actually a way that I've seen those who think they're saviors. This is where Jungian groups of people think of themselves that way. Jungian meaning therapy people. So, there's no, sir, sir, there's no savior. Anyone who's a good psychoeducator at this point is trying to share and say burnout is not positive, and this means you were not in compassion. You were all, there's all these different ways people will talk about it. Long story short, uh, no one is saving anyone. That's also adaptive child talk, rescuing, uh, and so there's the part about a person who would know the difference between being in my land and not there in my land because that's a one focused, and I'm enamored with my own light kind of deal if you're thinking of yourself with that word in your mouth you know nobody saves anyone nobody needs saving if anybody needs anything it's somebody to highlight and share with them what it means to have unresolved trauma so they can understand mentally the journey from dysregulated modulated to restorative embodied self the journey from a rigid chaotic adaptive child mind with a inner child wound and more charge states to a functional adult integrated brain okay so Rigid brain, not positive. Integrated brain, positive. For what? For your inner well-being. So a human being who has their inner well-being in mind would wake up every day and at a certain point say, okay, this is not, not, no. What I'm going to do is going to go get my inner well-being in check right now. Not tomorrow, now, today. Whether it's addictive behaviors or rabbit holes of me. So the ones that want to blame social media, No, everybody around people can be the people who say, hey, you know, uh, I think that isolating, you should know, is not actually positive. Isolation is an indication that you're not engaging in your mammalian heritage. Long story short, I'm going to again put that to the side because what we have with 4D3D and people who are other soul age groups are that they create groups and they perpetuate their actual stories. The gist of it is it's okay. The masses have never, ever, ever gone astray because those who are handling the systems are not all leaders, that's for sure. Otherwise, we wouldn't find ourselves where we are at with the environment. But What we do have is a system that keeps checks and balances to the extent of that's why right now we're in the middle of change. And what we're going to have is more optimization of health thanks to technology, realizing things, and thanks to 5D educators and not the stories of ancient time. Now, the stories of ancient time actually divide people. Science, the good science, brings people together because it's the scientific method, not the people who believe in science like it's a religion. So those people don't count. They're actually the same of separation consciousness as any other person. If you're bringing people together, it means you're happy to see humans evolve. And you know we are in the shit because we want our environment to get better, not worse. And so we want good leaders. Yes, we do. That means the ones who look at the sustainability of it all. So that's what a good lead, good anything really wants sustainability of all. Anybody who thinks otherwise, we're not going to be engaging with them. They're okay with human suffering. We're not. We know we can get out of it. We know we can. You know why? Because we're the humans. We are human beings too. We use our brain. We know we're intelligent because we wander. We don't know everything. We're not the idiots who keep on saying, I know everything, dead, whatever. Dead ser- no, dead serious is for the other, but this is where dead, um, sad guru, I love his quotes. Uh, let me find it. Here you go, dead short. Intelligent ones wander. Idiots are dead short. Yeah, so anybody who's dead short basically is not using their intelligence because they are, in fact, in their adaptive child saying, I'm going to prove I'm right because I know it. I know it without a shadow of a doubt. I know it. Anyways, enough about that one. So yes, human suffering. No, you don't have to. In fact, some of us don't. And when the ones that do will present to us why it's impossible <laughs> to be happy all the time. And they're going to actually get pissed, like enraged inside. And we don't do enraged. We don't do uh, the dance of now that your two-year-old is pissy at me, I'm going to dance the pissy dance with you. Now we're going to take steps back and seriously disengage because the one thing that would come out of the mouth of any intelligent person, and so for the first time I ever even recognized this thought was something of the sort of, huh, if you love me, you're supposed to want that I'm happy. The fact that you actually don't hmm, you know, let me think about that one because I don't think I want to speak words out of my mouth that one day I won't be able to take back. So I'm going to keep this one for myself because I think that I'm not going to bother with trying to point out the fact that you are wishing that I'm not happy. So there's that. And whenever we will face the same thing because people are unhappy and miserable in their body, we're going to have... Again, we don't learn things when it comes to how to relate to people more than once. It's all it takes us is one time to figure out some, some things. It's not about figuring it out. See, We figure out what we get to learn because we actually care about people and ourselves. Now, if somebody wishes that I'm not happy, the minute I know that, and then it's presented to me again, I'm like, wait a minute. Something's off. It's not about me. Oh, that's right. People think you have to suffer. Oh, I forgot about that. So as a teenager, I just realized teenagers seem to like drama. And I was like, oh, but wait, they're teenagers. They they are all in emotional insecurity. It's normal. We're all, I was insecure too, but I learned how not to be. They don't like confidence, but they're the insecure ones, not me. So I'm just going to leave them alone. I grew up. Lo and behold, thank you psychoeducators for teaching me about emotional, low emotional intelligence and how it gets used. In fact, we don't consider it intelligence if it's low we consider it pretty much not there so we're not going to engage with the immature emotional people we're going to do the right silence because we're 5d that's again mystics enlightenment we're not going to get into it with a poor child who's unhappy in their body and we're not going to be like let me point a finger and say oh you don't want me to be happy you just said i'm pretending so you automatically told me what you think i don't need to point it out why would i point out to you something you just said to me in my face not to mention the fact that, why would I point out that you're actually upset that a human being you say you love is not, So long story short, this is uh, interesting always to share, but yeah, when we have those little remarks, we're like, huh, backhanded remark, or wait a minute, that's right, I forgot about their story, wow, it's normal that they think this that's okay, it's okay, I get to be the bigger person, I know what it means to be happy, and I'll share with them happiness, so maybe one day they can stop with whatever that is, why are you comparing yourself to me, I don't, you know, have a, I don't have your body, you're not my body, so when you have loved ones in your circle that don't recognize how to get good help, because they are too busy being the, what is it called, uh, lighthouses, that's what 4D talks about, that they're a lighthouse. They attract. Guess what they attract? So again, human suffering, no fun, no fun. Good psychoeducators. They're really great. And that's why neuroscience and science prevail, because the stories don't lead people to see that they can get out of those states. We can share with them the good psychoeducation. You know how many people have said to me when I... have explained how to get out of human suffering. Well, you're talking like you are, you know, Buddha or Jesus. It's like, well, they were two people. So yeah, I can, I mean, I'm not comparing myself because my name's Maria. So I, I'm not looking to be Jesus. Nope, not looking to be Buddha. And nope, I'm not looking to be any other guru's name that you're going to throw in my face or any other human beings that my name again, shall I repeat it for you? Because I maybe you didn't hear me the first time around. Thank goodness we got a guru. As he points out, said guru, anyone, snap and done, you can be in enlightenment. It's just a word. Oh, he's shared in more than one of his speeches. Oh, I got to love those yoga people with their little mantles when they're saying, no, you have to go through dark night of the soul and ego death because otherwise, or the ones are like, you're never going to get anywhere. So whenever, never, ever, <laughs> forever. Sometimes I use that word forever, though. I, I keep on trying to remember my brain to not use it because there is no forever of anything, really. And then when you figure that one out, oh, now that one's a beautiful one. Uh, when I figured out how there's no time for real, oh, that was fun. That one was fun because, you know, when you know you don't change because you're expanding consciousness, Purusha Prakriti, you're like, wow, I figured it out. So the people who are here, the 5D mystics, is like my community, lovely 5D mystics. It has to be at least a little mystic because, you know, I do know when I'm talking gibberish. My friends know I do. So I'm talking in my lovely little gibberish language. Let me get to grounded English. When the neuroscience community talks about richness, they're talking about how through those uh, modalities of selflessness, timelessness, effortlessness, and richness we create with our brains. And in this case, like for me, I'm passionate about humanity. I'm connecting human, spiritual, and spirituality elements, bringing them together, not confusing them. Like 4D people will say, oh, I love when that person, man, I need to still write that person. You're confusing science and spirituality. No, I brought them next to each other. No, no, you're confusing them. No, I brought them next to each other. And I laugh every time I think of this because these are just words. But this human being actually used the word confusing, and I know what they meant. And so as I repeated, and they repeated, I said, okay, you know what, here, hold on, just stop one minute. I'm going to say it this way. Let us agree to be on the different pages that we are on, because you're using a word, and I know what your word means. I'm choosing consciously to use my word, and I know what my word means. So here's the deal. We are disagreeing right now, and I am very appreciative of your opinion. I don't have enough time to talk about my opinion with you, and I don't usually speak in Italian with consciousness, so I'm going to have a challenging time. Plus, I got music in my ears. I can't really speak to you right now. And we're in a setting where the individuals with us are not interested in any way, shape, or form in the consciousness plane. They're not interested in quantum physics, this human being who's showing me, look, look what I have on my arm. Oh, I loved when they did that. They're so cute. I have physics right here, and then I have food over here. And I'm like, I see that. <laughs> I actually didn't. Uh, it was the minute that they showed me their two tattoos with their arms. I'm like, oh, shit. Okay, wow. This is going to be fun. Or it would have been fun had I been in the right circumstance, which I hope to get there. So here's where Krishna Leela's at. We love meeting people who like to tell us what to think. Oh, my gosh. Do we love it? Because I want to hear now. So what I did was, again, I said... We don't agree, which is good. I really, and this, I mean it, I want to hear your opinion. Like, I don't think we can do it now, though. So in, in a matter of seconds, would you mind telling me what you foresee? Because they were basically telling me they knew Reiki, they know intuition, they know fortune, to all of it. And so I'm like, okay, we're on the same plane. I gotcha. Tell me what the future is, please. And here's where it's science. Granted. Okay, cool. Yep. I know it's science too, but I'm still not confusing science and spirituality. I'm still bringing them together. But yes, I totally know that's where we're headed as well. That we're headed to where spirituality is going to be like the Greek mythological, whatever stories. And that's where it stands. And people who are spiritual, they don't like hearing that. They're like, no, 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 we can't be without spirituality. Uh, We're going to still have it, but it's going to be a subject matter. It's different than what it is for now. For now, we still have people in 3D, 4D land again. So they actually don't have subject matters. They don't have a relationship with information with Mahasamadhi, Samadhi, They identify with it. So this is why this person, they were only using their left brain mode. When they use the word you're confusing, they meant it. In their brain, I'm confusing things. This is the part. Like Their brain actually said, no, no, you're bringing together. Let me use another example because it's happened to me before with other people where they've spelled these words out and I'm like looking at them. And now that I know how the left and right mode don't work together. So Daniel Siegel, he's the one who explained to me that left turns on, right turns off, left turns on, right. So unless you have an integrated brain where all hands are on deck, you're going to have to actually pause your left mode, the verbal blah, 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 then you're going to have to allow a person to speak completely. And so you need to shut all of it off. So you need to allow your right brain to be online, but it needs to be online with silence. It means you allow A and B, which contradict themselves for your left mode to sit in the right mode altogether. And that's the conscious choice that you would have to make. People usually go to cognitive dissonance like this dude and then they do confirmation bias. So this dude presents to me the tattoos. They begin to use their words. They're very nice about it, by the way. So you have different types. This person was doing it all in a very beautiful, fun manner. It was just the way they said again again the same thing. They're like, okay, now I know he's only in his left mode. So let me just pause him so he can know I agree that we're disagreeing right now. That way we can keep talking but I really was just interested in what their idea was because the rest is if we ever get into a conversation. Long story short, for the people who are in the 5 D mysticism and their enlightenment soul age group, we don't have a habit of keeping only one of our modes on. Both are on. So we do integration of the brain. Easy peasy, snap and done. That's why enlightenment is snap and done. The human suffering part is because people sit in their monkey brain and rumination, and it's very important to note that it's... Not a choice to have a dysregulated or modulated embodied experience. It's not a choice to have unresolved trauma. Nobody chooses it. Not the parents, the grandparent, nobody. Okay? So charge states are not choice. Transgenerational trauma is not a choice. Suffering is not a choice in the sense of those who have the sensations that arise and then they have a window of tolerance and they don't know how to handle their window of tolerance because the sensations in their body, and they don't know about Bezel van der Kolk or Stephen Porges. They don't know about the good psychoeducators. If they did, they would know, okay, wait a minute. I have what is called the sensations that are rising. I'm getting pissy and upset, yellow, red. I am using, so when I walk in the room and the grocery lady looks at me weird and I say, how dare that rude bitch look at me weird? Or, oh my God, what did I do? What did I do? that is immediately an adaptive child who has their inner child leading the way with, I'm going to do something that is an inner or outer critic, and then I'm going to deny whatever's happening by doing self-soothing methods. And the self-soothing doesn't mean anything specifically, but ignoring the sensations, not actually handling them, not, so, and withdrawing. And there's that self-consciousness of the shame continuum or the I'm ashamed of myself. So shame cycle it is. So again, human suffering, very important for those who have shame, blame, fault, or revenge. Those who have the adaptive child, so they have inner child wounds. And so when inner child wounds come up, what we have is called transference. And and a person who is in the Enlightenment Soul Age group, here's my Zen masters, 5D, functional adult or mystic, we will not engage. No, we won't be like, oh my God, what a bitch. No. Or, oh my God, they need to be a... No, we won't participate in the shame blame or anything fault we're gonna actually have what is called a conversation or we're gonna try to have a conversation so we're gonna try and figure out where the misalignment is and what's going on and that's through again just an interaction if anything but on that note what I want to specify more than anything is that for the people who have the love cycle we don't go through any of this This is why we don't do the human suffering. We don't sit in a temporal junction with the past and the sensations and feel overwhelmed and upset at life or people, whatever it is. It doesn't matter how old you will have been. I began life with the religion of Catholicism. I loved every moment of my upbringing. I'm sad that my being a Reiki master is not entirely accepted by theologians, but I understand because they're doing their little research stuff, they're using their texts, they're using their academic whatevers, and this matters to some people, so you know it's not something that we're going to go be like, ah, no, because well-being of all is what is in the forefront, and energy workers know that science, technology, can actually see energy now. So thankfully, there's ways to prove, that's why Reiki has become a cam, because it actually is something that supports and helps people period. It's not a belief system. Now, the people who use uh, other language, I'm going to leave that one alone for now, because really, if a person doesn't understand the word science with the scientific methodology, you're not in a 5D plane. This is why the human being is like, you're you're confusing. No, if I was confusing, I would be using, for example, when people talk about the quote unquote, this word meat eater, which I never knew, And then they're saying these are reptilian aliens, okay? They're confusing right now. They're putting together, basically, and creating a sci-fi fiction thing. Reptilian nervous system, I got that word from Stephen Porges. And mammalian nervous system, again, from his polyvagal theory. And then from a yoga practitioner who talked about the two nervous systems in this format. And basically... Stephen Porges explains, mathematically speaking, in our evolution, our reptilian nervous system is when we were basically not able to... uh, We weren't in groups yet. We weren't in groups yet, and uh, we would have fight, flight, freeze to defend from animals, okay? Those were our defense, reptilian. We got our mammalian once we became a group, so when humanity came together as a group and began to be able to sit safely, Because see, here's where your ventral vagal means that I'm safe to sit and eat calmly with you. I'm safe in my body. And that's why your integrated brain and the restorative embodied self, integration of the brain, left, right mode, all together, all hands on deck. Your default mode network, which scans others in the self, oats, this is neuroception, to see can I turn my ventral vagal nervous system on or off? Do I need it on or off? The Enlightenment so Age Group 5D Mystic Love Cycle people will always be with a down-regulated default mode network because we are always moving towards integration of the brain. The ones who instead don't move here immediately, if you will, they get to go through a journey, and that's for a different time, not here, but that's why they think enlightenment means you have to go through human suffering. It's not they think it only because the text will tell them certain things. They feel it in their body. They feel... The very much getting out of hell through the ladder that burns that I've heard somatic, sensory, motor, and trauma therapists talk about the ones who work with people who have the defective shame, heartbreak, gut wrench, torn apart feelings from unresolved trauma, from their own growing up. And this is just a number of different types of stories of people that I don't know and therapists that work with them. So the myth is busted for love cycle people. We don't have human suffering as we move into our complete oneness consciousness, which is an integrated brain, and a restored embodied self. We handle our charge states, which would be all of those of us who are humans, we all have them. We all have the zero to one panic attach, or attack panicky. We have the three to seven shame submissive. We have the freeze of all ages. Then we have the flight 1112, which is the teenager, even though I thought the 14, 15, 16 was a teenager, but that one I don't know why they define 14, 15, 16, simply put as fight. And it's the 14, 15, 16-year-old that is typically found leading the way. So as long as you have an adaptive child, you have a teenager in front of you, emotionally speaking. So as long as people are in Maya land, and this is where, monkey mindset, dull mindset, butterfly mindset, one-focused mindset, in love with their own light mindset, these are all in Maya land. And no matter how much yoga they may do, if they don't know that the yoga they do is a portfolio of ventral vagal nervous system toning exercises, and that mindfulness allows them to work their cortex so that they can then do neurofeedback, which means I can go from my cortex to tell my limbic system, calm down, everything's good, hey, brainstem, calm the nervous system, get down defense mechanism, which also includes, besides fight, fight, fright, attach, cry, collapse, submit, please, appease, calm down, reptilian nervous system, hey, mammalian nervous system, stay online. So this is all easy peasy for the people who are 5D mystics with the love cycle in the Enlightenment Soul Age group, That's where they are at right now. Or they can get here easily thanks to being here, the IHP episodes. Because all I see out there are people who, so when they say the meat eaters, reptilian, they're not using, they're confusing things. They're basically creating an entire story out of data points. And here's where somebody else has presented that to me before they said, well, what are you doing? Because I had presented the equation. I said, I am okay with the label of pseudoscience lady for a reason. I'll, I'll give myself that label. It's okay. I'm trying to empower people with information that I am gathering from educators that have empirical weight and connecting dots for people who have experiences like the mystics, which is what we as people who have clairs and we did not have all the five educators plus people love good stories. This is the part that is the biggest thing and I don't have enough time to review this one for this one. So I'm busting the myths of enlightenment because that's the point. Optimization of the human brain is not a story. It's an actual thing and the good psychoeducators are out there. They're spelling it out. They have neuroscience. They have the semantics they have the trauma experience they have epigenetics experience they're not creating a story they're breaking it down with you have a window of tolerance you have a window of welcome you have what is called the ability to sit in mindfulness you have the ability to be in mindset they're explaining and they're not only using one and when you see only one they're only doing one piece i saw all this stuff on the ventral vagus nerve all the trending top that ain't going to do anything for your inner growth if you're only putting into practice your nerve without understanding what it means to put it into practice, to have a green light when you're exchanging information with people who are in their adoptive child, the ones who use psych education, they weaponize it. Yeah, it's happened to me more than once. Like when somebody will say you're a dumbass because you're a mystic. (laughs) That hasn't come out of the mouth of anybody yet, but even if it did, I would look at them and be like, (laughs) wow, tell me more about my dumbassness, and I wouldn't laugh. I'd actually try to be dead serious because I'd want to know. I'm curious to hear their perspective. I really am. So this is what it's called to be consistently Purusha Parakriti. It's like, wow, that's a piece of fragment of myself. I'm a piece of energy. I'm not going to go telling it to them that way because they're going to be like, you're a whack job, but I'll use, how about Ram Dass? We're islands and an ocean. So I know that I'm an island and an ocean, and we get to be islands and oceans all together, shall we? You're a person. I'm a person. Can I hear more? It's called differentiation and linkage. Thank you, Daniel Siegel. It's called a me-we. You're you, I'm me. You think and feel, I think and feel. Can we be friends? And here's where adult land, 5D mystics, in the Enlightenment soul A group. This is my peeps, functional adult love language. We're coming together so we can have fun. And we can continue evolving, by the way, with the good information, which we're not confusing in any way, shape, or form. We're not confusing it. We're bringing together different disciplines because we know, as the smart people that we are, again, we are the intelligent ones. We wonder, and so we bring all of the pieces together. We're not the idiots who are dead sure of everything. Oh, no. So we know that not one subject matter can tell us everything. We need more than one, like evolutionary biology. Theoretical biology, mathematics, and what else? There's uh, physics, there's also sociology, there's psychology, somatics, neuroscience. Oh, you name it. Oh, keep on adding them. Mathematics, I said that one. Uh, History, existentialism, love philosophies. I love, so I do love bringing in also spirituality. Krishna Lila embodies the essence of what being in an integrated brain and restorative embodied self. It's a two-year-old with curiosity, so we're always in a green. The more you move into your enlightenment soul age group and the love cycle, people know what I'm talking about, family. While for those who come out of shame, it will be first a training ground to go beyond your likes and dislikes. That's Sadhguru's quote. For the ones of us who are love cycle 5D mystics in the Enlightenment Soul Age group, here's my way of quoting that. Family. It's a playground to move beyond our likes and dislikes and become more and more mature, equanimous versions of ourselves. We get to be our own Purusha Prakriti. All on our own, with the help, never all on our own. Meaning they poke us, love comes out. They poke us, more love. Poke, 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 poke. So when we have quote-unquote heartbreak, This is why we tell people we know what it means to get sad. We just don't know what it means to get mad. Because when we get sad, we're sad. If we were mad, we'd get mad. They're very distinct emotions and we actually know how to handle both. And we actually handle them not by suppressing them and shoving them in our gut. No, we'll express them with our words because we learn how to use words. I'm sad. I'm mad. I'm angry. Like seriously, I'm I'm not kidding. Okay? So, we don't do suffering cuz we don't sit in the brain and say, "Oh, I'm going to idolize. I'm a hero. Oh, there's a villain. Oh, I'm going to ret." We don't do that. That's actually not how we use our brain. We're like, "Wow, I'm sad. Well, that thing did happen. It's okay. We'll we'll get there. It's good. It's all good. I have my fingers and my feet. I can wow, how lucky am I? Some people I I, Can I give my feet? No, I can't give my fingers and feet, but I can go help people. So when you're a love button, it's always love. Our butterfly journey is one that goes from a beautiful caterpillar to a beautiful butterfly. There's no suffering. And when we meet people who go through suffering, we actually always say, I love you for who you are. You're a beautiful diamond. I'm a diamond. We're all stars. Can we play? When they don't say yes, We understand, we grow up and understand what it means. It's not rejection, it's we're different and we don't get along. And eventually we're like, okay, so no matter how they do that, it's not rejection. So when they find out, for example, people that I'm totally secure, some people have gone out of their way to make it very clear what they think of that. And I'm like, wow, you're so cute. You remind me of that comedian I watched who talks about us as if we're whores. And it's like, wow, that's really what, what year is she from? But I laugh at the comedian. I'm like, thank goodness there's jokes because I know that some people are really appreciating her because they're not only pent up and upset and somehow they don't even realize that it's a joke. Laugh a little. Then there's the other ones who are offended by it. It's like, okay, entertainment. Please, are we really going to go back in time? Because I don't want to go back in time. So when grown-ups see entertainment, we know what it means. We're not going to point a finger and say, social media made it do, made you do it. Entertainment made you do it. Playing games made you do it. <laughs> this is the part. Now made you do it. Let's point fingers. No, that's not how it works when you're a mentally, emotionally, and physically mature human being with a love cycle. Again, enlightenment, no suffering. It's okay. Nobody makes anybody do necessarily anything. What we need to do is empower the minds. And empowering minds means to make them curious, not make them that rigid, because that's not the optimization of the brain. Brain that is optimized is flexible, adaptive, coherent, energized, and stable. Thank you, Daniel Siegel. It's called integration of the brain. It means a human being can use their left and right mode. Unfortunately, our educational system has not at least for now, been geared to know of this importance and they have, in fact, dominated with the left mode, which is why our education system is going to go through a lot of transformation. And unfortunately, here's where the ancient people don't like any of the new transformative stuff because they don't believe in the good psychoeducation. They believe that emotions are stupid and that they need to be suppressed. So it is what it is. Unresolved trauma is what those people... Don't really know about yet, but it's okay because, you know, here's where humans evolve. So expansion of consciousness is where we're moving. People who doubt it, they don't know the intelligence of humanity. They, in fact, doubt our intelligence. So infinite higher human consciousness intelligence is here, expanding enlightenment. Love cycles come on over. And so all of you who are more and more inclined to say, okay, I got it. We want to move into more love land. We can all move into restorative integrated brains. That's our optimization as just simply put, human beings. Be back with more. Have a great day.